With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, good evening. It is the Club Call Live. We have been doing a special interview. Yeah, we've been doing something special. With somebody. So that's why we're a little bit late. That was part but, of the reason why we did. The other reason is, well, our eyes are like recovering yeah. because we've had to stare at Ned's trainees. Ned's got the brightest got trainees the, on in God. the world. Ned could land planes in the yeah. dark with them trainees. I'm not being. I'm not asked, but with the my sun tra- shine. My trainees, your trainees shine. shine. It's on TV. It it doesn't shine in here at the sun, so no. it's quite. So they can stay with the art and really yeah. following your logic. But uh, yeah, we had we were doing a special Yeah, we were doing, we were doing something. More so, to be revealed. More to be revealed. It is uh, it isn't with Sean Dyson, it isn't with the Marty Gray. So just get that out there right now. No Kevin Thelwell, no Farad Machiri. Just it's out there. Someone now. more important. Absolutely. More Absolutely. important in the in, in, in the world. In the Everton world. And other worlds, as you will find out. Mm. Multi talented. Mm. But it, I've said it many times. That uh, the person we just spoke to, or you just spoke to, mm. in the world of um, Kevin Bacon, mm. he is friends with somebody who is in Grand Theft Auto Five. I'm just going to put that out there. You have said, it. said this many you times. Have said it. Six degrees of yeah. Kevin Bacon. Six degrees of who, Grand Theft who is, Auto. Who is, who is, is, is yeah, I'm not going to say any more. No. But that's the best. That, how, how, how can it get any better? How can it get any better? Um, that's peak, it is. I mean, it's good. I don't know yeah. it's peak. But it's mm. good. The only person I would I would be happy with who's near that is John Yutaka. John Yutaka on Pez, yeah. On Pez. Then fine. Fair play, obviously. Did he play for Portsmouth as well, so, didn't he? Harry Redknapp signed him. Do you reckon Harry Redknapp signed him for Portsmouth just because of ISS Pro? I hope so. That would be a good one. I hope so. Fair signing. That would be John Yutaka. I think Everton signed, because when I was at Everton, we were having this. I think Everton signed Ibrahim Abakayoko based mm. on football manager. Championship manager at the time when yeah. we signed him. Just looking at the I'm comments, almost certain. the Blues has made a great point. Chris Eubank. Chris Eubank? Yeah. Well, I, I, that was me yesterday. No, no, Chris no. Chris Eubank won, but yeah, I, you know. Well, mm. There you go. I mean, it was Ned yesterday, so yeah. Mm. It, was, it just followed on, so I called him Chris Eubank because he had someone else's shoes on yesterday and it was tremendous. Chris yeah. Eubank? But it was. Just, it just was on it. They're your brother-in-law's shoes. So yesterday you had Cam. Joe Murphy on. says, "Show the trainees off." Ned throws your trainee. Go on, go on. Throws your trainees off. Throw your trainee off. It would be it would blind. You know, if you had like blind lights. That's what yeah. that would be. Yeah. They are to me. They are the whitest white. I've said things about men who wear white trainers in public before, mm. and I'm wearing white trainers. So why are you saying? Why are you owning up to that? Why I now like on? white trainers. Okay. So what have you said about men in white trainees in public before that you don't like them? I used to also like when I used to go everywhere in jeans, skinny jeans. I'd say things about men who were attractive. Why though? Why? I don't know. Why do? Why are you so judgmental? Why would you have an opinion on that? Young man. I know, but just a young opinionated man. Just don't have opinions on that. Let people just let people be. Influenced by rock and roll. You were influenced by rock and roll. Okay. Um. 
Michael Kearney said, who's just the goalie top? Oh, I mean, if Shit. you don't know who's goalie top that is, then you yeah, need to sort your head out. Around. He might be a young lad. It's a red Everton top. Yeah. Who else is it going to be? Sort your life out. Come on, Gerard. Stop it. It was um, Neville Southall, 1985. European Cup Winners Cup final. Absolutely. Romelu Lukaku over there. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Not quite Chris Eubank, but Romelu Lukaku. But it's more relevant. I like that. It's more I relevant. Like if you can come up with Rom, if you can come up with Rob your shoes, though. Shoe names. Chris Eubank. To be fair, that's much better. Again, we go back to Ned's Chocolate Eleven last week. Ned's sister goes, I am. Daily Lee Carsley. What? Daily Lee Carsley? I mean, how is that a chocolate? That was a. That was fit. Ned got asked to name a chocolate 11. No, he went. Daily Lee Molyneux. You don't think anyone knows who Lee Molyneux is? Apart from me, he's a great fitness guy. And he's a fitness fella, so I think a few people know who he is, but he certainly isn't chocolate when it was Dairy Lee, which is very much not I mean, chocolate. Ned, have you been doing chocolate? your Cheese 11? That would have been... Cheese 11, it yeah. would have fitted in brilliantly. Absolutely. First name on the cheese sheet would... Paul Cheddarad. Dwight could... Parmesan. That doesn't work. We've done this last week. It doesn't work. You can't have Mac Parmesan. You can't just add a cheese to, to somebody's, somebody's name. name. Dwight Mick Cheesy Garlic Bread. <laughs> You're rubbish at this oh, game and you chose oh it. Oh my god. Honestly. Dwight god. cheese meal. Harry Bourne said Kevin Shudy. <laughs> That's not bad either. Kevin Shudy. Lukaku Shudy. Tremendous. <laughs> Absolutely tremendous. There's some good ones. I feel like there. Ned's been to a shoe bank though. That's, that's, where, he that's where it come from. That's where the Chris shoe bank well. come from. What was this? I've got my own shoes as so well. Why don't you wear them? Because I come in here and you go, what do you feel like? Double leckers. I opened my wardrobe Double today. Leckers. Double leckers? I literally have never worn these in my life, but I opened my wardrobe and the last pair of shoes are not worn. So I go, it's got to be these ones then. Put them on. Walk Your dad's in, in the comments world. and he's put emojis in. And he's put, as our Ned started playing tennis. <laughs> Big Steve. Your dad was Steve doesn't mind. He's he's your dad, a, is your dad aware that he, you once stole his shoes and wore them to the studio as well? They're too big for you then. I went, oh, they're nice though. Have you got like a shoe fetish? He has, I think. I just don't really like my own shoes. <laughs> Do you know why? It's because when I, when I need shoes, it's yeah. always the wrong like wrong time, and I know it's cheap yeah. out on him, and I end up buying shoes I don't like. Mm. Well, what do you like? Except for me ons. I there's nothing on with your ons, so why have you stopped wearing your ons? Stay away from my shoes. Right? Why have you stopped wearing your ons? Um, because I said they look like. Flips. No, they need they need they need they need to go in the washer. They need to go in the washer. Yeah, okay. and I've got specific soles for them. That okay? Because I've got collapsing arches. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. So good. Oh, just yeah. shoot, go and. Go on, say what? have a look at some shoes they that you like. Band in the nineties, collapsing arches, collapsing yeah, arches, great band, great band. There, yeah. when, when I go out, I want to do my gigs. Got these blacked out gazelles and they're lovely, but I don't want to ruin them by just wearing them. No, don't wear them in here because I'll ruin them. Never mind, you ruin them. I'll, I'll, you ruin my trainers. I'll ruin you. <laughs> I love it, Ed. I love the fight. Dan Schumer, Alex Gabriel said that's a good one. Dan Schumer, that's yeah. a good one. Dan Schumer, not cheese. Oh, it's though. Cheese, but I want cheese based stuff. Now you want, I want cheese. The cheese mate. 11. There's your challenge. The cheese, the cheese 11. And we start you off. There you go. Martin's put forever in shoe jeans. <laughs> That's a cracker. Cole Parmesan. Ryan Anderson's I, gone. As you can tell, I, I think football's the last thing on our agenda tonight. Shoe it's too hot. What to about Carla? Shoe Chef Chimitty. <laughs> That's good. That is good. I love it, Carla. I love that. I love that. 
Absolutely tremendous. Oh. Credit to Dave for uh, for this Alex's one from before, but uh, that is that Don't forget is it is the club call if you do want to give us a call and get angry about What about Secret Game has gone for Kevin Cheesity? No, nah, that's too easy, that. Okay. That's too easy. No, that. but he's had to go, hasn't he? <laughs> Jay says, what's his, na- his stage name? Ned Shurong. <laughs> Ned's dad's just put, let me know if he turns up in his mum's high heels. <laughs> But if he does, with an emoji, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Modern age, we're a very progressive channel. If he wants to turn up, that is fine. So he's like, I won't have that. But basic tricks as a cracking player in clutching at you. (laughs) What about Peter Stilton? That is brilliant. Mm. Peter Stilton is brilliant. I bet you he can't jump either. And Andres Cheddar. (laughs) No. What about ya- Hang on, know. Graham Roger, Yaku Blue. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Uh, the Toffee plays Shumas Heelman. Mm-hmm. Ben Cheddar at Monaco. Ben Cheddar, yeah. Cheddar. Oh, better than mine. Glenn Watson, John Brebrill <sighs> instead of John Everill. John Brebrill. Yeah. This has been an incredible start. Goo the guy. Goo the guy. has gone for Idame Traori. Yeah. Dave's okay. gone for Shumas Coleman. Still with the two. Ben Cheddar, yeah, it's a good one. 051. Billy, get them off. Billy, you get them off. Stephen Cheddar, just secret gamer. Peter Brigri. <laughs> That's good. Peter <laughs> Grigri. I like it. Ryan sticking with the shoe theme. Nigel Doc Martens. Mm. Mm. Clever. That's all right. It's clever. Some clever ones here. Clever. Dan Schumer was good. Edam Hazard, Edam that's, Hazard. A good, that's a good one. Although, Serao can't put Edam, but Edam yeah. Hazard is good. That's a good one. There's some crackers there. Shoe Van Nistelrooy. <laughs> David Jean Gorgonzola. They've done a bit of a net there, yeah. but Marcus Babel is a good one. Edam Tal. That's a good one. Yeah. That is that's a good uh, one, Danny. Wensley Dale Schneider. Yeah, I'll have that. I'll have that. I'll have that. Peter Bree. <laughs> Peter Breed. Yeah. Colin Baby Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Fair play. Yeah. Is a Baby Bell, though, is that a type of cheese or that's just the name of the company? It's a company. Dairy Lee Tide. Dairy Lee Tide. Nice. Tight, I mean, you've mixed a lot of gen- genres in there. Mm-hmm. You've gone back to the chocolate theme. Chocolate Happy cheese. Day. Chocolate cheese he's put in there, haven't you? Dairy Lee Tide. There you go. Ruben Lofton. Ch- it does. Gianfranco Gorgonzola. Yeah, I mean, again, another cracker. Another cracker. Gorgonzola. <laughs> Sticking with the shoes, Jose Marine shoe. Mm. What a start to the show. Look at yeah. me. Coffee plays. Brita Couch. Brita Crouch. And. You're up. Mendoza Vancouver's gone for Joe. Uh, Max Moore. With the shoes. I can't keep up. No, keep there's up. a lot of them here. Is there here. anything, any football to talk about? Brie Ormerod. Remember it, Brett Ormerod? Tremendous. So, so many years. I'll be honest, I, I feel left out in this. I just don't know enough cheeses. I think I think the more... What name... about this chocolate one? Go on. Galaxy Wobie. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Oh. Neville Shewell. Mario Mascarpone. There's a lot oh. of here, isn't there? Are you going? Yeah. See you later. See you later. Take, Take it easy. easy. Ta-da, mate. Good luck tomorrow, mate. Yeah, all the best tomorrow. Sorry, Press yeah, the green right. on the way out, don't forget. <laughs> I will play in Manchester. Have a good one. Take care, mate. Ta-da.
Ta ra, mate. Later. If I have, I'll just come back. Yeah, no worries. Ta ra, mate. Sean Goat. Uh, yeah. Sean have Goat. we got any football to talk about? I don't know. Grey X is imminent. Is imminent. The name that is the title. Is the title. Ball. So what, what, are, what are you going with that? It was always happening, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean... Mikel Archeda. So I, I like a running theme through it. Yeah. Through a show. Yeah. Feta Czech. Classic one. Um, yeah, the, the great thing is it's slightly... It slightly wound me up, and not massively wound me up, but I just think it's it's a bit stupid mm. because he's back. He forgot something. There yeah, they yeah. are. Um, Take it easy. Um, I think the whole thing has annoyed me in a way, just because when he when he was when he was away in international duty and we came back for preseason, there was talk that he was leaving. There was talk that Everton would move, be moving on. And then he came back, and it was ever the 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 narrative was Everton will sell him if they get a replacement. Mm-hmm. So he was supposed to go to Fulham. He never gone. He never went. They moved on, obviously, to Traore. Yeah, there was other teams that looked interested. He, I think he, I think it's right that he was training. I think with Mason Hallgate or whatever another group he was training. So I don't know the ins and outs of that, but he was he was training, but he wasn't obviously training with the main group. And obviously, as we said loads of times, he was set to leave, and it was it seemed like it was mutual. Uh, obviously, the stuff about this about Saudi Arabia came up. It seemed like it was a mutual thing, and as the days got closer, Everton didn't look like they were getting a replacement. Obviously, again. I don't know the ins and outs of all of it, but then he's come out because the window's shut. Evan haven't got a replacement. <clears throat> and he's put what he's put. Now, that's up to him. That's mm-hmm. up to him. Footballers now are using social media a lot more. We've seen that over the last couple of days. Um, they're starting to put their side of the thing, things out. Yeah. The manager's done an interview. Listen, no, again, it's a good interview. Mm. It's a good interview. He's yeah. very honest. He speaks his mind and he's I'll put that out there. That, yeah. But in the interview, he says... He's not. He's not going anywhere. Twenty-four hours later, it looks very much like he's going somewhere. <laughs> the money's being trousered. We haven't got a replacement, and I just think it's been badly ma- handled. Not by the manager, by the way, but it's been badly ma- handled because the initial point was he wasn't going anywhere till we got a replacement. Mm. Now we haven't got a replacement, and he's going. And the money will will disappear now again. If ever need that money to survive, that's that's fine. Mm. I'm not sitting here the way it is, bemoaning that. That's mm. the way the club is. When I'm not stupid, none of us are stupid. We know that'll go into funding um, the club. But I just find I just find the way it's played out weird because I just think that we with it being within the window, we've basically lost control of of it, the situation, because. He wants to go. The, the 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 relationship between him and the manager is clearly broken down. Yeah. So what what option is there other than to sell him? Now, maybe if we told them a couple of weeks ago, we could have got good more money for him. Maybe 13, 14 million for him. Now mm. it looks like we're getting eight, because really we have no bargaining power. We have absolute absolutely no bargaining power. The lad has basically been told he's got no future. We and another reason for this, by the way, is. He was stripped of a squad number. 
everyone know Jack Harrison was given the own number eleven shirt. In other words, that he was leaving the club. So I just think the way it's played out has been is been is been stupid, really, really stupid. And one thing I one thing I would do if he leaves, I, and I don't know whether people agree with this. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. I'd probably go and give Andrew Townsend a ring, and get see if he wants to come in for a year. I, I would honestly, I would honestly pass. I'd give him a ring and say, "Do you fancy a year?" Because we know him, we've had them. We know he had a knee injury, but just to cover bases. I'd, honestly, I'd probably just give him a year, and long as it wasn't on mad terms. And what what could he ask for, considering he's currently got no 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 team? And I'd probably just give him a year, and, and just for a, as to be a backup player. Listen, it, if it, I doubt it would happen, but I just I find the whole thing. I just find the whole thing. Yeah, but we're leaving ourselves short, aren't we? That's that's the main issue. We're leaving ourselves short. Um, so for me, I'd. I'd him maybe him or maybe listen if there's another free agent out there then maybe go and speak to them but for me I would uh, Tangai Kula Bali yeah I'll find this and if that's him. 22 years of age free transfer yeah you can ask why is he a free transfer at that age mm. absolutely right but he is contract's expired Um, why not mm. someone like that because they, they need somebody to be able to come in just to bolster the squad. Yeah. Now, if you're getting someone like them, yeah, Towns. Listen, Townsend was here, and obviously hasn't been able to prove his fitness. Or Everton have just felt the whatever contract he was on, they couldn't give him another one. Yeah, and he went off to Burnley on trial, and he played a few games for Burnley, and they didn't give him a contract either. Mm. So, talking about just having someone for a season who can who can be a squad player and just fill in. As and when, with experience, and he'll wait. He's a hard worker, and just sounds in, doesn't he? But and he plays down the right. Mm. I'm, listen, I'm not. By the way, I'm not like you banging the drum. I'm just. They look at Dobbin, won't they, and go, "You're." He's not good enough. Oh, I know, but that's what they look at, won't they? Like I said, Tang Tangoy Kulabali is one. There's a Drisser as well. He was a fine. Or he's a free transfer. He's 27. He's a bit older, but he's mm. another winger. I think got seven goals last season. He's a free agent as well. Yeah. Um, both of them could could do a job, but it's whether. Well, what's your opinions on how this has all played out? No, it's been it's been pathetic because we've known for a while that the lad was going to leave. Now mm. the manager, people can go on about. I love his honesty and all that, but he wasn't honest because he told us the only reason he wasn't with the team was that he wasn't fit. Mm. But he was, he was saying every day. He wasn't with the team because you didn't want him to be with the team. And I've got no problem with that at all. Really, really haven't. Any problem with Sean Dyche making a decision and going, nah, you're not for me. None whatsoever. Um, Damari Gray, I've said many times, has loads of ability and is so inconsistent. His decision-making is mm. not good. He's had an issue at every club he's played at. Yeah. You know, apart from Birmingham, but he was a kid. He went to Leicester. He should have got in. Um, he should have been in Leicester's team more regular than he was. And he wasn't. Brendan Rodgers didn't play him all the time. He was sub a lot. Uh, he'd had the same under Cla- uh, Claude Pule as well. And then he went off to Leverkusen in a strange deal. And then we were able to get him. Weren't we? We were able to get him for one and a half million. And he was a good signing for Everton. 
and it's proved that even with the eight, you know, whatever it is that we get for them, eight and a half million or something, we got them for one and a half. So we've had them for two seasons. He scored 12 goals for us and we've got made like a, around a six, seven million pound profit on him. Mm-hmm. So we, he's done all right for us and, you know, <coughs> yeah. we've got that wage off, off the bill. But Everton had all the bargaining power a couple of weeks ago. You know, and if you really decide that this play is going and there's clubs banging on the door and there was, you know, obviously the Saudi Arabia, I think Al-Halal were the first, I think Al-Halal were the first club mm. who uh, showed an interest and the, the fee was rumoured to be 15 to 18 million or something. Mm. That was the deal you want to do, obviously. Um, and then he had Crystal Palace and Fulham. Now, I don't think it was the club's fault that he didn't do the first one. I think it was more him because he fancied Fulham and Palace. But you've got to conclude those deals as quickly as possible because as what happened, Fulham got tired of waiting and ended yeah. up with a down at Traore. So if Everton were definitely going to get rid of him, then they should have done that deal swiftly. They should have done that deal swiftly and moved on yeah. from there. So it's been it's frustrating, and but I, especially when we decide he's not going. And by the way, but, don't don't like. I have absolutely zero issue with with uh, him leaving the club. Absolutely zero mm. issue with leaving the club. I don't think he's done enough. I don't think he suits what the manager wants. But I'm just talking about gem. I'm just talking about physical bodies in the squad. You know, we seen the bench on Saturday. We seen you know. Every time a player gets injured, now people are going to hold their breath. You know, earlier today, Jared Brantwaite pulls out the England 21 squad. People immediately like, oh my God. Ultimately, it's 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 a controlled situation. He'll be fine. He'll be involved in the Arsenal game. But it's just that the squad is so thin that, that you've got to think about. And the manager said this himself, by the way, in the interview yesterday. He said, I want four wingers. So... It's going to be interesting. It's going to be well, interesting. just a couple of free agents. Let's That's see it. If they do hopefully they get the. Hopefully they get that in. Uh, right, we've got Brad on the line. Hello, hello, Brad. Hello, Brad. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah, we can hear can you. Hear you mate. Where are you calling from, mate? South Dakota. South Dakota. South Dakota. South Dakota. Is that where the big president's heads are? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's about. You want to talk about drives and how location of what you guys have got for travel? Mm. It is a six-hour drive west of where I am. Oh, that's just oh. like going to shop, isn't it, for some milk for you? Six hours, not for us. <laughs> One end of the country short, to the other. Just a short, just a short six-hour. I've always wanted to go there, but like, like if it's, it, they're just in the middle of nowhere, aren't they? So it's yeah, six kinda. hours. It's 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 a it's a like it's it actually is a beautiful drive if yeah. you like the the landscape, but it's mm. pretty underwhelming. I mean, yeah. Also, I'm in the state, and I've only been there like mm. twice, and it was when I was way young. I have no I, desire to go back. And the Black yeah. Hills <laughs> itself is like is beautiful country, mm. but as far as seeing Mount Rush- Rushmore, yeah. No and thanks. also, Nicholas Cage found all the gold inside, didn't he? So yeah, so, absolutely. You know, so that's another reason to go. Do you know what but I mean? Definitely well, happened. Well, in case he'd left some, he didn't take it all. No, no, but that's another reason. Like I've been to most of the places he went to in National Treasure One. So oh, I want okay. to go to the places he went to in National okay. Treasure Just Two. Be there I've been there. to the little <laughs> mini Eiffel Tower that he went to in National Treasure Two in Paris. Mm. So I want to. So by of course I want to go to Mount Rushmore. Okay. Anyway, Brad, Brad <laughs> sorry, we weren't phoning up for a Nick Cage <laughs> review. So go on. What do you want to say, mate? Who wouldn't want to talk about Nick Cage though? Exactly. <laughs> So, just touching briefly on like the gray and it will be business. Mm. I uh, I made the comment in a Reddit thread. 
that it's like a market change. It's a fundamental shift in how we normally did business. Mm. Like ordinarily, we just let all these players run their contracts down, pay them ridiculous wages, and walk out. Yeah. And we've gotten money for two people who didn't want to be here. Mm. Like this is excellent business. So yeah. it does leave us a little bit short, but I mean, even though he was thoroughly underwhelming in the Doncaster game, like it's put up or shut up time for Lewis Dobbin. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you you are the squad win the the, the squad winner now. Like mm-hmm. make or break. Um but with do us like finally doing good business. Like and uh Baz touched on it I think yesterday. Like we haven't spent money for three years. Mm-hmm. All of our all of our incomings have been paid for with our outgoings. Yeah. Except we don't have any money to spend. Now, is that part of because we're building this new stadium or like are we actually under financial scrutiny from the Premier League? Well, the reason we don't have any money is well, the 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 money dried up essentially the moment Russia invaded Ukraine. I mean, that's just that's just a fact. I mean, I don't I don't don't even think I have to be careful about Usmanov deal. Yeah, I don't even think I have to be careful what I say. Ultimately, even in just one way, because because we were getting a lot of money from the USM sponsorship deal, whether it be the sleeve sponsor, whether it be the sponsor that was on the park Stadium. end, mm-hmm. whether it was the USM sponsorship deal for Finch Farm, we were getting it one way or another, and it might be you know let we don't have to be stupid. I mean, the, the women's team, the whole kit was sponsored by you know different USM brands, Megaphone, and I think it was Yotta. Like lots of money was coming in, and that you know if they were paying for the women's team, that meant Everton didn't have to pay for the women's team if. We were getting money for USM essentially being placed in front of Finch Farm. Lots of money was coming into the club, and then there would be the other money that would be coming in from just um, the the money that Machiri was coming in. That's all dried up now, and that money has not been replaced. It can't be replaced because it, there's no there's no way of getting that money in. Obviously, um, because of FFP as well, deals have to be structured properly and and sadly we've lost that money and that's just that's just fact you add that into covid you add that into the state into the stadium you add that into a club that isn't generally very profitable that that's just their facts as well add add that in also to the fact that we've tumbled down the league so our the money we get based on where we finish in the league is as drastically being cut as well and it's like you know that's the, that's the mad thing about the premier league it's like you lose money you can't compete you tumble down the league you lose more money so you have less access to money and your owner can't pump money in even if he had it because of ffp the whole thing is so weird the way it's the way it's tilted it's towards to inflate, yeah, it's a, a big club. you know i've seen today chelsea apparently had going to do a sponsorship deal with a saudi arabian airline that isn't even running planes yet mm. and who own who partly owns chelsea saudi arabia mm. it's nuts it's the whole thing is weighted against us so but you know a lot of this is our own fault it is our own fault because of mistakes we've made and because of the way these people run our clubs so until we get you know in a better position this is where we are so it's more or less we're going to be forced to be skint until Mashiri sells up, which he won't do until the stadium is finished. Yeah, and even with the stadium, you know, people have made out in the last couple of days or put out, you know, the likes of the Eskin thing and John Blaine said it here on the show. It's like 
if we're not careful, the stadium's going to have a high amount of debt against it. So any money it does make will will go nowhere because of that debt that needs to be paid, and that's that's an issue as well. So, um, he he, ha- <laughs> I think the only thing he's got really going for him is he he has to sell the club, and he can't sell it at a at the amount he wants to sell it for because it's got that he'll have that much debt. I think, I think it was put out yesterday that it for Everton to be. Um, sort of debt free and everything to be fine someone would have to pump 1.2 billion pounds into the club it, that's obviously with buying the football club as well that's an incredible amount of money for, for a club like Everton Football Club of course you will be getting a really nice stadium to go with that money but that's a lot of money that is a lot of money a lot of people who are buying football clubs think that if they're spending a billion on a football club they're getting the they're getting the finished product they're getting the finished product no debt no issues, decent team. You know, that's 1.2 billion before you start building that football team as well to a position. So I think we're not we're not a an attractive football club at the moment unless Mashiri is serious about selling the club and does lower the price. Well that's bleak. <laughs> I get, yeah. I I don't know. I think Everton just need to be taken over mm. basically is what we need yeah well we do like. we do or we need them to get better people in to run the club the problem you've got is you've got we're not bringing in enough money our, our outgoings are too high so there's your first problem um we've got a we've obviously got a cash flow problem but the thing about it is the thing why it makes it more difficult for fans is there's no communication of that. They leave the manager to kind of go round the houses with, we know it's difficult, we're in this predicament. Well, someone needs to come out and tell everyone then, tell the fans. We, we, we're saying one thing and doing the other. We're saying we've got no money, yet we're chasing Wilfred Nonto at £30 million all summer mm. and again on deadline day. Well, if there was no money to buy him, why are we chasing him again on deadline yeah. day? It just none of it adds well, up, you see. So what a thought I had earlier in the transfer window of like I, I don't underst- I don't know how you can prove to the world that like you've got money or whatever without spending money foolishly. And so I had the like the thought that I had was are other clubs for competitive advantage to keep us down structuring deals that are then disadvantageous towards us where like the, for, for example, the whole squabble that Chelsea and uh, Liverpool had over their defensive midfielders were like, Oh, well, I'm just going to go put this bid in over here for this guy at this price, mm-hmm. just to drive the price up over on you. So if we're rumored to be in for somebody, does somebody come in and say, if you want to sell him, we'll give you this money up front because we know Everton can't mm-hmm. Essen- essentially like hosing us. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure that goes on. Uh, you're always looking for competitive advantage, aren't you? And right now, Everton are competitively disadvantaged. But a lot of it's our own making. But the frustrating thing for me right now, Brad, is despite the fact that we haven't spent any money relatively for three seasons, we still don't seem to be any closer to fixing it. And that's the real issue. It's one thing going, listen, we're in a mess. So for the next two years, we're going to have to scrap our way out of it. But then in two years, we'll be ready to pop again. Well, here we are, 
almost three years from spending money. Well, there is three years, more than three years since we last spent money. And yet, we're no closer to fixing it. Hmm. And we can't keep chopping. We keep cutting away and cutting away and cutting away and cutting away. Soon, there's no way to cut. Does that that make our financial books look sound? We're like, it would be an exciting proposition to somebody that they are like, all you have to do is come in, buy this club, and it's ready to pop because look at how hmm? we're structured. Like, we, we, we're we're not in the red anymore. See? Yeah. You can mm-hmm. actually spend money. You can yeah. come in and do a Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. John Blaine has mentioned this a few times on the show of like, that is a big reason is, is yeah, if you're, if you're trying to sell a, sh- a, a club or you're trying to get people to invest in a club you've got to prove that the club is in 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 a good place and ultimately the books will look a lot better because income has come in forget about where that income has come from i mean obviously it's players but the club looks in in a lot better a lot better place in those books it doesn't really work in football because that's not really how football works because it's not about running a it's not about running a, a club that is is death free. It's about what happens on the pitch, and we have nowhere else to go. I don't think in in the next couple of years we don't have apart from Onana, which has already been sort of talked about as the big big one for next summer. It seems, and it feel almost feels like they're leveraging the likes of Beto on selling him. There's not much else. We don't have enough quality because you you cut and you cut and you cut and you don't have anything left to cut apart from your basic players and Onana feels like he's the only one he's the next one and um I think that's why almost right away why why Schmitty was brought in almost like you're you're bringing someone in cheap that you're trying to maybe build up to to make money on but if if there's nothing actually happening on the pitch that really can't continue too long because you're gonna go out the league it's it's the the club is where it is and and this is the thing that you know, we we all want the club to be run better, and the people at the club obviously want the club to be run better. It's it is where it is, but we've got to get to a stage where, and you're right, Everton have done all right this in terms of they've got they've done well with the Wobie, they've got money in for him. The the problem is, and the frustrating thing is, he's he was a player who was in our first team all the time, so you're trying to replace that, and we haven't been able to replace that. But the club have done well in getting money for him in you know he had 10 months left on a deal when you're right you're absolutely right brad in the past he's walked out for nothing and we've lost so we've got money in and we saved his wages as well so that's a good deal damari gray didn't want to stay sean dyke just come out and done his interview yesterday and said that uh, he didn't want to stay or, or he told the club he had a deal so they've got money for him and he's gone out the door as well and that's all you can do the frustrating thing from the fans perspective is we have cut and cut, haven't we? That's the problem. We've cut and cut. And it's at what point does this change? And, and no one's really talking to us. And I guess the club can't talk to us, as in the club, the people at the club, because they don't. Yeah. They mightn't have approval to be able to speak about it. They might not know themselves. So this isn't on the club, really. It's on the. I guess it's on the board. And with that is obviously the majority shareholder. Um you know, see, maybe we do. After- well, I guess it kind of it, it yeah. kind of brings me on to like the next thing I was going to talk yeah. about because nobody can talk about anything because the guy that owns the club, his mood and opinion changes as often as the wind, and so with like the next two fixtures being Arsenal and Brentford, very tough fixtures. Mm-hmm. Like 
could very well lose those two games. And then we're like, he could sack the manager. Now I'm not mm-hmm. advocating for the sacking of Deitch. I think that like he's not the root of the problem. The, the root of the problem is at the top. We under, all understand that. Mm-hmm. But, and, and Ped talks about like Deitch is the guy you bring in after you sack your manager. So who would you bring in? And the thought that I had, again, I'm not advocating for it. I'm not trying to say that this is what's going to happen. I don't want to be doom and gloom, even though everything we've talked about has been doom and gloom. But is there any possibility that you think we could get the guy that walked out of Wolves to come in? Because remember, he came in when they were bottom of the table and they promptly beat us and then steered them to safety. But then just walked out because they like the promises they made him obviously weren't kept and he just didn't, didn't want to didn't want to go down with the ship because I think the uh, wolves are very much I think going down this season but who knows if if he couldn't put up with wolves I don't think he'd put up with Everton mm. okay, that's basically- I, I really don't I just don't I don't, I don't think the, I, don't. I think he wants more freedom wouldn't he it's very difficult right now with our finances and Wolves are finding exactly the same thing, aren't they? And there's another couple of clubs as well. So therefore, he'd be jumping out the frying pan and into the fire, wouldn't he? Because we're not going to have that money unless we... Um, it'll improve at the new ground, obviously, because there'll be increased income. And the challenge for, for the people at Everton will be to bring in more income while reducing costs, because that's what you have to do. But there's just too much uncertainty, and I think that's not good either. So far, Admiral needs to, if he's if he's looking for this investment, he needs to try to tie that up quickly. There are other people out there who want to buy football clubs. Are Everton an ex? Are Everton an attractive proposition? Will no and yes, no. If you talk about debt or whatever, but if you're saying Manchester United, they want ten billion for them. Then I don't know where that 1.2 billion comes from for Everton. I think that's a massive overestimation. So it's debt and what he wants. What debt? Put a, there's debt. The, the debt does debt. Of what course. What debt? There's well, not 500 million pounds. Well, no, there's, debt. there's the two, fella wants 600 million. No, there's the debt on Mashiri. There's the debt. debt Mashiri spent 158 no, million. The Everton owe Mashiri money. It, 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 but he's it, converted it to shares. There's money, Everton owe uh, to him money, and obviously there's the rights and the the, the money that the so debt, hundred and fifty million, the money that? that stopped us build, uh, bringing in uh, MSP as well. Well, that was just because they didn't want them to have too much power. That no, I know, but it's still a money. debt. Yeah, well, still there is. That, it still needs to be, be paid stuff back. That's being paid, of course, but I don't think it's one point two. Well, maybe it is, but even if it was, which I don't agree with, but if it was, you're getting a Premier League club with a brand new stadium said this before for that that amount of money i think that's i think we're looking through blue tinted glasses though aren't we i think well, maybe from an outside know. point of view I, if i had that kind of money and i would know well, the way that if i know affinity heaven like, i wouldn't spend it hmm? the, the way that I mean? like things are trending like broadcast deals every time they get renegotiated it's more money any team that can stay in the premier league or get in the premier league like that's got to be that that's worth a ton of money, and mm-hmm. all these people that have that amount of money mm-hmm. don't like to lose money. So I can understand where like the one point two billion comes from. He wants to be paid back for his debt, plus he wants to turn a profit because who wants to like have on their CV like, oh yeah, I lost 
this amount, this amount of money over here, because to them, they see it as a loss, even though it's just, it's not, uh, realized income. Mm. I think the other thing is though, especially with new owners, I think they're all chasing champions league, aren't they? As much as anything. I think it's well, great. To be, I think it's great to be in the premier league, but I think a lot of these people want, want champions league teams. They want to be at the, at the very, very top table. The very top table, and sadly, that's that's obviously not where we are at the moment. So, um, it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, isn't it, for the time being? And let, but going back to something like what Baz said before, you want to feel like you're actually competing, and things are actually starting to get better. Whereas for us at the moment, it just feels like we are treading water, mm. and we're treading water in a very dangerous area surrounded by sharks. Mm. So that's we just want to. It'd be just really nice. And I think this is what, what the MSP deal would have done for us, would have put us in a nice place where it felt like we were starting to get away from that position, where at the moment we're getting the Sharks and they've all got 777 written on them, um, which is not a nice place to be. No. But just quickly at the end, uh, like you said, Ped, I wasn't able to get a Brentford ticket. Evidently the dude that runs the supporter club said they're like impossible to come by. But I did get a ticket to the Luton game. Cool. So, super excited about that. Good yeah. stuff, Brad. Good stuff. Give us a shout when you get over here, mate. Yeah, that'll be a better Perfect. one. We'll beat them. Yeah. Cheers, Brad. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers Brad. Top man. See you later. Right, have we got Astro? Yeah. Let's get Astro on. Can you hear him? No. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. Can't hear anything. Come on. He's left. Yeah, oh, is he left? left? Okay. Is he yeah, it's left. Sound disconnected. Okay. Good stuff. Is Did he back? Did he say? No. Okay. He's been put off by your shoes. All oh, right. <laughs> That's tremendous. He's back. He's back. He's back. Okay. Yeah, can you hear him? No. No. Can you hear him now? Sort of. No. I can hear something. Astro, speak. Astro. Astro. Yo, you got me. Go on. Go on. Go on. We can hear you. Oh, good deal, mate. Good deal. Go on, mate. No, I just, uh, yeah, I just wanted to reach out and catch up with you guys, man. It's been a little bit. It has. You've been busy, mate. Mm -hmm. You've you've been very busy. Yeah, yeah, had a lot going on. Many, many, many things. Lots of moving parts. A lot of ifs. A lot of buts. A lot of what have you. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. I just, uh, I, after that call with that you just had with Brad, I don't think I got much to say. I just wanted to say hi. See if you can watch the Soka yet today, and I um, mean, you guys pretty much covered everything. Well, it's nice to for you to call us, and and you've brought your little frog friend yeah. here as well, Love which it. is good. <laughs> is he gone is he quiet? Gone? Is he still there? Uh, he's still there. Um, he's here. There you are. Go on, go on, mate. Give us, give us a little rally call. Come on. Yeah, you got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go, on. go on. Give us a rally call. Come on. Okay. All right. Cool, mate. Well, they ain't no rally call, mate. Like, it's just, a, it's just a, it's just a simple thing. Like, I had this. I, I deal in analogies, right? You know, uh, you know, basically Evertonians, we're we're on we're on an airplane right now, right? And then like half of us are apathetic, and we're just happy to be on the plane ride, and we're just looking out the window at the clouds. Everybody else has realized that we've been in a steady descent, and that. The Oh, he's oh. going to say something really, really interesting. Then. We were there then. We were at. Oh, oh go on, go on. We, go on, carry on. We were at the. We're in. Everyone else is in the, the descent. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm back. I'm back. No, I'm just saying the. 
you know, Evertonians, you know, we're, we're all just standing around yelling at an empty pilot seat right now. Right. Yeah. The few of us who have realized that something's going wrong, we're all yelling because we see it coming. The math makes terrifying sense. And like I said, half, you know, half the passengers are just happy to be on a plane ride and the rest of us know what's coming because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, this is, you know, tread, uh, you know, Ped used the example of treading water. Well, dude, I tell you what, we're treading water in, 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 in shark filled oceans. And, and, oh, by the way, you just cut off one of our legs because the squad's so thin. So like our ability to tread water is being hampered. And I'm, you know, I would love to like call up and be like, Hey man, you know, I haven't talked to you guys in a while. I'm all fresh and, you know, and everything else and everything's exciting. Woo. But no, I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm real about it. And, yeah. you know, like I just, I don't, I don't see, and you know, Baz, I, I love the, you know, you know how much respect I have for you and your mm-hmm. opinions, mate. And I love the fact that you do try to point towards the positive, but I, when you talk about the stadium, listen, like if that thing is, built on short-term debt that has high interest rate, any positive income that we can generate is going to be strangled out and canceled out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so even the stadium is beginning to look less like a saving grace and more like a millstone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, you know, like you talk about a, a, somebody coming in and buying the club. Well, I'm going to tell you something, somebody that has enough money to buy Everton had enough sense to make that money in the first place and they didn't make that much money by throwing good money at bad problems. And right now, like Everton is a problem like that, that the club is actually broken. Have you ever seen 125 marketing people and communications people who've worked so hard to be so silent? I never have not in the history of the business. And I know a little thing or two about Mm -hmm. communicating and digital marketing. You know, I'm not, not a subject matter expert, mind you, but I know my way around the table, know Mm -hmm. how to use the knife and fork, so to speak. But at the end of the day, you know, you've got you've got no you've got you've got no leadership. And at the end of the day, a, an organization that has no leadership stays chained to chained at the bottom and a, and a ship that that has no rudder is always going to drift off course. So a leaderless and rudderless Everton, Everton football club is 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 in big trouble. And like, you know, this isn't a situation where, um, you know, any of us have to be you know, like it's not about doom or gloom. It's about pragmatism. It's about, you know, what makes sense. And, and, and to be optimistic in the face of, of all of this data, that's, that's, that's just, I don't know. I can't do that. Mm. All I can say is, is that I'm glad that that if I'm going to have to be subjected to, you know, such a, such an ordeal, I'm glad I get to do it in the group of fine Evertonians like you guys and others. And, uh, and I can honestly say that, at the end of the day, the club, you know, I was listening to a little Deacon Blue. How about a little <laughs> dignity, Everton? How, how about a little dignity? Because the football clubs, you know, they've got some of the most passionate, educated, and informed and switched on supporters in the world. Okay? And you can't even be an honest broker and, and communicate with them with a little bit of truth. You know what I mean? How about a little dignity? I mean, like, don't you just want to watch a team? that you know has a chance to compete. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just, I'm, 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 I, like I said, I know, I know you wanted a rally call. And I've just, you know, walked in here and, you know, like a wet blanket, just throwing myself <laughs> on everything. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Like, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I woke up, you know, Saturday morning, you know, Astro Jr. And I are watching the, 
the, the, the Sheffield United match. And, and he looked at me and said, you know, Daddy, why are they defending so narrow? And I said, son, I don't understand. I mean, that's remarkable understanding tactical acumen for a three-month-old. Yeah, I, mean, I was going to say, I was gonna say that. If you knew he was going to – and you know a three, if a three-month-old going to talk, talk early, it's going to be mine. Um, <laughs> you know, but like I said, he, uh, he, he couldn't wrap his head around it, and neither could I. Um, but no, it, you know, it, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of being sad about Everton. Mm. And you know what, right? We're selling everything. We're selling all the players. I'm waiting on the club to start, you know, pouring out the fan base. I mean, are they going to try to sell us next? I mean, because that's, I mean, listen, we done bought assets, stripped it down. I tell you what, maybe they can sell them, maybe, maybe they can sell those prints from the Crystal Palace match from the canteen, make a few more bob to keep the lights on. Because listen, <laughs> you know, and I know, and Jimmy Swaggart knows that. All this, Anthony Gordon and, and Alex Awobi and all that money, it's going to be in the same place as Jimmy Hoffa and the Arteta money. And we ain't never going to see any of that again. And, and that's just – and to say anything other than that is just to chat absolute wham. And, you know, while I'm good at that, I'm trying not to right now. I think there's more chance so, of finding Jimmy Hoffa, if I'm honest with you. The thing is, though, I they, think if, you're probably right. If they need that money to run the club, they need no, that money it, to run the it, club. That's it. That's it. I mean, I'm, I'm beyond personally. Uh, I'm beyond the stage of, uh, you know, going going out, going for an inquest on where the money is because I think we all know where the money. Like you've just said, we know where the money is yeah. going. It's going to keep the lights on. Yeah. There's no point. There's sure no. There's no. You don't even have to have to argue with that point but, anymore. But, but why? And and you yeah. hit on this earlier. Why are we in this position? Yeah. After, and I'm going to say this, right? Like, what, listen, if you have a, a football club that is competitive and, and performs well, okay, then they're going to get on the telly more. And then there's going to be more money for appearances. There's going to be more money for um, a higher finishing position in the Premier League. And that, in turn, is going to generate more income because more eyes will equal more shirts bought and everything else. Mm. If you're a business person – who's looking at a football club that can't make money, you have to start asking yourself some serious questions because my goodness, I mean, like look at what Wrexham is able to do with their marketing and with their shrewdness and with their story and with their presentation. And you're talking about that team is probably making more money commercially than Everton is. And to me, that's a failure of imagination. It's a failure of process and it's a failure of, of a company. And, and when no changes are made and no one answers the failures mm. to, to try and even fix the problem, then it's hard for anybody to be optimistic. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, no, you, you're right in terms of something something had to change and it hasn't changed. They've moved the, moved the deck chairs around uh, on the Titanic when it comes to the board, but they haven't brought a new CEO in. You know, Colin Chong. No, not... and it's the interim. And... Yeah, it's still yeah, the interim. I, I hate to interrupt you, Pat. Go on, mate. It's okay. Go on. Yeah. Joe Cole. Go no, on. I was it's... just going to say, like, it's, it's, it stinks. It stinks worse than Astro Junior's diapers, bro. And I'm going to tell you what, that kid's prodigious in his poop production. I'm telling you something. It's staggering. You look at him and you're like, how did something so nasty come out of something so sweet <laughs> and in such great quantity? I don't tell you what, I, I appreciate the. The, the scientific advancements that had been made in nappies in the la in the last <laughs> 10 years. Because if this kid had come along a decade ago, I don't know that they had the technology to contain his talents. So, anyway, that's, a, there you go. that's another story for another time. I think that was a better story, mm -hmm. I must admit. 
That was a better story. It was. It was. By the way, do you watch? Do you watch Ahsoka this morning? I have not watched Ahsoka. Do not say any more oh, words, dude. I'm not. Saying, don't say any more. I've seen. I'm not saying anything else. Okay. I don't watch shows in the morning. Avoid them spoilers. I don't watch you shows in the morning. I, I get up early to go on. I go run up mountains. That's what I do in the, the morning. Ah, uh, you know what? You know what? Me, 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 and Astro Junior watched it this morning over a bottle. You know what I mean? That's how we get up and do it That's over it. at the Astro House. Good Star stuff. Wars and bottles in the morning, brother. Yeah. That's how we do it. Talk to TV in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, good. Great, uh, great, great, great to speak to you. Great to speak no, to you. It's both. Good. You it's guys good. have been. Uh, you guys, I, while I have not been participating, I have been listening and I have been well, watching. Lots and of as people. Always, I'm grateful. Lots of people yeah. have been asking where you are. Yeah, and I think have. you. I think you've just revealed where you are. Congratulations yeah. to Nick, who had a young son three months ago, mm-hmm. little Evertonian, yeah. and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I Poor knew we kid. were in trouble though. I knew we were in trouble on the first match, right? Fulham, Fulham match day. He had his colours on. And he gipped up all over that thing before the first ball had even been kicked. And I said, uh-oh, that's a bad sign. And then he puked <laughs> on mine. You know what I'm saying? So, like, he was gipping and guffing. And, you know, it was just it, it was it was a, a harbinger of things to come. So, so what can you do? No, no. Well, Top uh, man. Top man, like, Astro. Yeah. Top man Great for giving us a call. Guys. Good good to hear you. Good to speak to you. And I hope everybody does well. Uh, top marks to Jack and Ned and everybody else. You guys are the best. Cheers, John, man. Keep up the great work, and we'll speak to you soon. Cheers, Cheers congratulations, mate. Take it easy. Thanks, See you later. See you later, Astro. Make sure to head over to toffeetvefc.com/shop for all our latest designs. You can get them in t-shirts, get them in hoodies. You can even get them in mugs. Don't forget, if you're a Toffee TV Premier member, you get twenty-five percent off your orders. So why not go over, join Toffee TV Premier, and buy some merch today? Hello, I am delighted to say we are joined in the studio by an actor, a singer, most of all, most importantly, out of the three of those. Well, two of the things are there. The third one is the most important one for me, is it Big Evertonian? It is Andrew Gower who is coming to see us. How are you, mate? Very, very well. Very hot. It is, isn't it warm in here, mate? Costa del Liverpool. <laughs> Costa del Studio. Costa del it Studio, it is. Yeah, there's the aircon. There we go. Sponsored by ProBreeze. Yeah. yeah, you say aircon, it, it's literally yeah. just recycling. I feel like I've brought that with uh, me from London. You though. have. I have. It's you, nice. You brought that. that is though. that all right? There you go. Just to, <laughs> just so you don't overheat. Yeah. But you are up from the smoke, that down there, the smoke. Um, what are you up here for? So tomorrow night, uh, mm-hmm. we, my band, Gustafsson, these these guys here um we have a, hold it up again oh, for yeah. us because there's, like, there's, there. oh, there's, there's no one there for fantastic you. so gustafson yeah uh we are at the cavern tomorrow night headlining our second ever liverpool gig um and that is basically yeah we are headlining headlining the cavern tomorrow uh we're screening a short film by toby jones um which is directed by jonathan shea the entertainer we're gigging then we've got guests like martha goddard um and iris holmes and girls don't sink dj g33 so it's like a whole variety night it's our first gig back in liverpool and yeah just 
excited to play the cabin it's like the biggest bucket list venue i've been looking forward to play for a long time mate and i'm buzzing absolutely buzzing that i mean that is amazing isn't it the cabin when you think of the history and everything else that goes with that synonymous obviously with the beatles which is the greatest band ever probably in my opinion um that's tremendous isn't it and what what is it like what is the feeling is it the excitement before a big cup match that kind of thing yeah, what what is it like to, yeah tomorrow morning when i wake up it'll be more <laughs> manuka honey and uh, and and throw comfort yeah, tea bags. Yeah, yeah. but it's just it's great because i think that what we're trying to do is a band like people will pay 10 pound a ticket but mm. what we want to do is like put on like a variety show of old with a film some sp- you know spoken word yeah. and, and like music that we like so yeah. it's yeah, just I'm just looking forward to kind of giving everybody a night at the cavern that they remember. And also as a band, as soon as we started making music again with the elbow lads, like a year ago. Yeah. It's like only a year ago today, basically. We 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 were in the studio making this. Um yeah, that was a venue that if you'd have told me like a year later we were gonna be at the cavern, I'd you know, I'd have bitten your hand off basically <laughs> like it's incredible to be there so yeah. how have you got into this well, obviously you are acting yeah. as well so how come this has come back round as well i know you're keeping your hand in with a few things yes. there have you still got dreams of playing forever and is that still in there as still well in there, you've mate. got to keep it mate still in there honestly you've, st- you've got no gray hair yet so you're all right so ashley young's 38 and he's <laughs> playing there we, mate. So, so that that's that giving you that, hope yeah that ashley young sign and i think gave Besides his age, I think it just gave so many Evertonians hope that, that the, the dream isn't over. There right? you go. Yeah, you I go. mean, I mean, I think, yeah. Apart from the aspirations, the yeah. delusional aspirations of playing for Everton. Yeah. The music, that was. Um, I did. I think I chatted to you guys about mm. a f- an indie film I did called Running Naked about. Mm. When was it? Three years ago now. Yeah. And on the set, the elbow elbow guys, Craig Potter, did the music for the film. Okay. So I met Craig. Um, he came into a car park in Stoke and we had a conversation about music. I told him I was writing some music. He listened to a few acoustic tracks mm-hmm. and then basically told me that he wants to produce our first EP, which when, you know, when elbow come calling, you don't say no, basically. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the year, the next year we were, we had our four, uh, four track EP, the Jacaranda. Um, we recorded that in their studio, which is blueprint studios, like the best month of my life yeah um, incredible and i think it just came from as an actor you kind of you you, you can sign up to big shows you mm-hmm. know american shows where yeah. you're on and they're fantastic but you're playing a character and you you know as amazing as the, the shows i've been on like the outlanders the carnival rose the black mirrors you are kind of you're a victim of the edit right you hand over <laughs> yeah, film yeah. and and you don't have much agency over of that and and that's liberating as well but it yeah. goes to you know it goes to the director it goes to the company it goes to the actual editor in the studio you know many jobs i've been on the cutting room floor all of that stuff so i think in a sense it's like this music for the first time in the 12 years i've been acting mm-hmm. it's it's the kind of the first agency i've had right. and it was something during covid especially that i was like you know what i want to i want to leave something behind as Mm. as as dramatic or corny as that sounds like this is all my words it's all my lyrics Mm. it's you know it's music that i'm really passionate about stories about liverpool stories about like growing up and and yeah and to do that with the elbow guys is just like terrific absolutely buzzing with it all you've got it you've just recorded a 
a song, haven't you? Which you were telling me yeah. where the venue rather. Obviously, the song we're talking about an album, of course. But what you were just telling me about the um, Liverpool Empire. So what yeah. what was that all about then? Because again, your face lit up Mate. when you were talking about that. Yeah, incredible. Like I mean, so it's at the Liverpool Empire. Mm. We we've been doing um so before the potential album next year, we've been recording live singles. Right. One of them we did in the Elbow Studio, which yeah. was Northern Baby. But our one that came out a couple of weeks ago was Champagne Socialist, and we did it, just happened to do it. On oh, the... Gary Neville. I thought he, that's something, <laughs> what he's called, isn't he? A lot of people call him the that. Champagne Socialist. <laughs> yeah. In fact, it. you know what? If we ever do an actual music video, proper music video, <laughs> get him in. we'll get, get it'll just Gary, be a close-up yeah. get a day in the life of Gary of course, Neville. Yeah. Champagne <laughs> Socialist, yeah, in his in his hotel. Yeah. Um, no, we, uh, so we, we recorded that live on the Liverpool em, uh, Empire stage, oh. which was like, I mean, and the history, like, I'm I'm obsessed with, I think I've sent the music video over to to you yeah. guys, but like the way we shot it was kind of Birdman esque. We worked with this amazing um, director called Sam Fontaine, mm. who again just the two worlds collide in a film and and TV and music. Like we got him involved to shoot the video, and it's shot like kind of inspired by Birdman because the history of that theater for me, like if that theater could talk, oh. like you know, not just the Beatles. You're talking Rolling Stones, Chuck mm. Berry. Tommy Cooper, you know, it's, so it's kind of Will Young, from the, yeah. there's lots of, you know, people like Will, like, oh, Will Paul yeah. O'Grady, exactly. like God rest him. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's that theatre itself, and it's synonymous for mm. me of like, pantomimes when I was a yeah, kid, I yeah. used to go, Mr. T, Mr. T, you know, he was there, those, if those, Bradley Walsh, Bradley. <laughs> well, you know, they all had to go there, they all had to go, don't worry about yeah, that, yeah, Jason Bradley Mamp, Walsh sang on that stage, he, he sang, mate, he, sang. he was, uh, he was wishy-washy in a pantomime <laughs> I went to see when, I can't even with the family many moons ago. How was ago. his performance? Wishy washy, was it? Really? He was all right, you know, yeah. cracking jokes. This Cracked was long it. before he he was the chase, you know, leading the chase, the chase and things yeah. like that. That was in his if younger we, days. But if we only right. knew, if we if, only knew exactly right. back then. Back then he, he was probably. anybody's, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that that that, mm. um, that theatre itself, as you know, just again, just to tick off the cavern and tick off the empire, because it's like the the whole sound. It was like a one take one take sound like one take track and it's all shot in one take as well so like amazing work to our team and just kind of gives everybody an idea of beyond the ep that we brought mm. out last year kind of the stuff we'll be looking to put on the album and it is like that i'm obsessed with that like live feeling of a of a space and the sound of the theater and the sound of the the crackles of the oh, theater okay, yeah. so it's like proper you know it's got that atmospheric it's got that yeah. atmosphere to it it's in yeah. black and white as well which everything looks better in black and white yeah, Even, yeah. you know this interview would look better in black do you think and, well for me anyway well we wouldn't be as red no no and hot obviously <laughs> that beads of sweat <laughs> yeah i mean i, I what is it with the? Is this like how much of your time is this taking up? Is this, is it not interfering? Get active, but you know what I mean. Is is if I asked you which your priority out the two, or can't you split it? Would it be fifty fifty, or is it still weighted more in your acting? But this is more like yeah, hobby. It's a good question. I mean, it's definitely. If I'm honest with you, mate, it's gone. It's gone above and beyond. Like as soon as we brought the Jackaranda out last year, I was like, you know. That's surpassed expectations. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, you know, we're still we're still unsigned. We're still an unsigned band, which is which okay. is remarkable that we're doing a lot of this on ourselves. But we're yeah. we're um, yeah. It's I mean, next year's kind of already planned out for Gustafsson. So it's 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 just a lovely thing to do mm. alongside 
the acting. And I think actually, weirdly, they kind of complement each other. Mm. Like we've already got a couple of our tracks from this EP into the TV world. Uh, nice. So they're going to use them on some TV shows. Like, um, and like we're collaborating with film directors for yeah. like music videos and stuff. So in a sense, it's like they kind of help each other. I think it makes me in in a weird way appreciate acting even more mm -hmm. because you know i think sometimes as we all do probably similar with you guys in the studio like you forget how how, how far you how far you like well, we don't yeah, we yeah. don't do that as as humans no, we don't no. really check in and nobody walks home and goes darling i'm home mr <laughs> success right you, you're kind of already you, we all kind of live on our failures all the nose yeah, we yeah. get so and especially as like you know as an actor i'm constantly mm. shaping my career on the nose i was just talking to you guys yeah. about that on the on the couch like they've shaped my careers as opposed to like the successes right yeah and that's the same so the music and the acting i think it kind of makes me appreciate how far You've for the right. in for the 12 years i've been grafting as an actor it, you know and they do help each other out i think yeah and is there, is there any way you can get into these films as well with your music tracks in the background oh, mate, <laughs> it's all, as it gets yeah. all networking yeah. no, it though, is. i it? mean this is the thing well so like couple, you know yeah. as you're there singing you know yeah i'm an actor we had a gig in the lexington in london which is our first london gig and we're back at the hundred club um in november and um our first Lexington gig, it was mad because I just had a load of people from a couple of jobs I'd been on and the directors came down and instantly the directors are right, right, we want that track for this new TV show. So it it, it, it can help, you know, yeah, and I think yeah. you've got like music supervisors who come and watch stuff and yeah, the, I mean, that's the dream. Yeah. Like, we as a band, our pianist writes film music. So I think oh, okay. that's kind of the way I want to merge the two together. Right, and I yeah. think knowing the world is helping like what we write can already be like, hey, I've just signed up to this TV show. By the way, if you need your music, <laughs> if you need your music and your and your drains fixing, give me a call. <laughs> I can do it all. Yeah, give me. I put up shelves as well. If you can, need you it. be like, oh, what? I'm gonna forget the the fella's name, the one who wrote Hamilton, the musical. Oh, well, what's uh, his name? Uh, yeah, Lin Manuel. Lin Manuel. Can you be like him? You know, write something that all the music for it, and because he's the he's that, the, I mean, the main he's, actor in it. He is the main actor. Yeah. I haven't written the Andy. Haven't done it I haven't yet. written the Andy Gower musical no. yet, but hey, you know, listen. But, but, yeah, but he didn't write that. He wrote about Hamilton, so you've yeah, got to get a that's character. True. No, that's then true. Write it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. that's a long. That's that give you the project there, Andy. For in the future, give us ten years. So when Everton, when Everton have won the title, oh my god, and we're and we're in our stadium. What title? Any the Inter Toto Cup. Any title. The yeah, very, I, shit, sitting here looking at him, I was thinking that, I can you know see what? it. I will that, be so good. That three year old Britain sketch. <laughs> I can write the theme tune, sing the theme tune. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> class. Uh, talking of your acting, and obviously yes. Gustafsson going really well, which is brilliant. Yeah. Got your gig tomorrow, which is tomorrow. Thursday. If you're watching this on Thursday, it will yes. be tonight. Cabin Thursday Cabin. at the Cavern, what time? 7 p.m. doors open, and it's going to be on until about 10.30. A variety night. Variety thing. night with a film. Toby Jones, yeah. who's the voice of Dobby, is in everything. You know, incredible actor. Yeah, He's uh, Jonathan Shea, the director of his film, The Entertainers, giving, it, giving us the permission to screen the film. Mm. So that's going to be on. And then loads of other acts, and then yeah. finishing with a bit of... Bit of Gustafsson, mate. Gustafsson, yeah, nice. Gustafsson. Sounds brilliant. brilliant. So on top of that, where are you up to with your act? And then we have just touched yes. on it there. So what have you? What have you got to tell us? What are you in? What yeah. can you talk what can about? Can I talk about yeah. yeah amidst the uh, the acting strike? So yeah. yeah, I'm finishing off on uh, 
BBC to uh, BBC's second series of Sherwood, okay. uh, which Brilliant. was a hit first series, BAFTA winning first series, written by amazing James Graham, an incredible cast. Mm. Um, fun. Brilliant. And yeah. nice. I think I spoke to you guys like mm. a lot of my past jobs as an actor have either been out the country or you know in the states or I spent a lot of time in Prague and stuff so it's so nice to be back in the north still haven't filmed in Liverpool ever nice. but in Manchester so nice to be like close and my brother lives in Manchester so it's nice oh, to okay. see him yeah. so yeah great and amazing scripts and like cast is fantastic so yeah. great to be on that mate yeah Brilliant. and then um yeah and then uh, Winter King, uh, which is uh, coming to ITV, actually. It's out in the States at the moment, um, which was, I think it was released last week, the first two episodes. So that's out on ITV in in December. It's like a co-pro. Um, okay. And, yeah, that's by the writer of The Last Kingdom, uh, right. Bernard Cornwell, and the Otto Bathurst, he, who did the pilot and of Peaky Blinders. Oh, He's right, directed okay. it, incredible yeah. director. Um, yeah, and it's like a retelling of Arthur, the legend of Arthur, um, Bernard Cornwell's books. I'm playing a villain in it. Can't tell you too much about nope. him, but it's okay. a it's a character, a brilliant character. Um, he's in all of the books um, called Sansom, and yeah, we haven't been able to talk about that as much with the strikes, but I can chat about it today. And it's out mm. in December in the UK, so a brilliant. great series, really great series, great cast. Eddie Marzan's in it, amazing actor. Um, full of like staple of british tv so yeah really epic epic world mate and buzzing for people to see it yeah that's brilliant yeah Yeah, so that's where you're up to at the moment that's where i'm up to mate and hopefully season two for that and yeah hopefully these strikes pay off for for the actors because it's a crazy time right now for you know for all all actors and all artists and stuff i mean how difficult is it right now with all that going on for you is everything come to a halt because of it obviously with stuff it's modern trying to say should you've been doing stuff right now that can't actually continue or are you in between and waiting for a resolving of this to to move forward well i think the over the overriding thing for the industry is that the definitely be way more being made right now yeah yeah yeah. especially you know after covid it was this was the time for stuff to be like busy and i think a lot of my mates you know and this is a big thing for actors right now there's a lot of my mates who are you know reconsidering acting as like their day job which is really sad yeah because even you know as i just mentioned the winter king that's a co-pro between you know the states and, and and the uk um and most british television now gets american money so with america being on a halt it has like you know the big kind of fall back now is like whatever people are filming yeah british tv so and and that's without american money which is quite unusual so yeah as a whole things are not on hold completely but you know everybody's just quite conscious of being in solidarity with with everybody, with everybody yeah. because you've got to be as mm. you know as with all striking it's you know it's important to you know to be taken seriously mm. as a profession and not yeah. not be used by ai to you know, to <laughs> create is... people's faces for a day's work and use it for the next two years it's crazy. crazy that it's is crazy isn't yeah it? that can't be sad happened, surely yeah. Yeah. um let's finish on a high note <laughs> everton <laughs> a 19th in the table <laughs> yeah, note. there yeah. you go i yeah. mean what what have you made so far, Andrew? Obviously, we haven't we we haven't had a great start to the yeah. season. Um, 
some injuries. We brought some decent players in the transfer yeah. window. I think that's we fair did. to say, and we still haven't seen. Obviously, Jack Harris, who I think will be a good exactly. player for Everton. What, what have you made of it so far it, with the disappointment of not winning a game yet as we come yeah. to this first break? I, well, I think the biggest the biggest thing I take out of it is if I was to leave the poor recruitment and the mm. you know the kind of joining together of last year and this year, which I think a lot of our fans have to sort of stop ourselves doing that, but it's so mm. hard hard to do that. I think the biggest thing I will take out of it is, and it's it's hard to say because you just keep thinking if we had Beto in the first couple of games or if we had any centre forward that isn't Neil Mope, um, <laughs> then we'd we'd most probably have seven points on the table mm, i mm. i like the performances and i and i don't want to revert back to you know moy's eras or whatever but sometimes when everton get points on the on the board early on we we kind of falter at christmas and i do feel mm. like those performances with the new signings and hopefully i've just heard branthwaite's bloody injured today mm. but like with with a with those new faces coming into the squad i feel like you know, we're gonna get some justice for the performance yeah. if we can if we can keep it you know to the same standard. You know, the Arsenal game, which I'm which I'm coming to, I you know I've, I've, that fixture of old would be really excited about. Mm-hmm. I I still feel you know if we've got a fully fit squad on that day, we can challenge teams in the league. I feel like we're in a better place mm-hmm. with the preseason with Daesh, with the squad we've got with an actual centre forward and maybe DCL coming back yeah, in. Yeah. There's a squad there that can p- compete, mm-hmm. um, which is just the points now, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, and obviously we've beaten Arsenal, I think, five of the last six years at Goodison, yeah. so we have got a good record against them, as good a side as they are. I think you're right, we've obviously squandered points. You know, with yeah. Beto, I think we'd be Fulham and Wolves. Mm. If we had Dom in either mm. of those games, I think we win. And, and after this break, we Branthwaite apparently is all He's okay. is precautionary, oh, and good. it's something that was, apparently someone said it's pre-planned. As if it was an injury he got in pre-season, they're trying to manage it. So Everton, I imagine, yeah, they're all right with that. So hopefully, yeah, yeah, of course, Big Lee will be like, no, you're all right. So therefore, we should have after the break McNeil fit because he wasn't fit at Sheffield United. We should have Jack Harrison back. Dom should be available. The manager's name checked Delhi a couple of times, so he might come into who knows. Um, We we should be in a better position to face Arsenal at Goodison and. It'll be up to the crowd and obviously the manager to yeah. get that, get them the going right. again. The tactics, yeah. like he did in his first game as Everton manager, yeah. of course, we beat Arsenal. And if they could beat Arsenal, I think it changed the direction yeah. of where we are. I think another defeat, yeah. and you start worrying. But I think you know, like I just said, we've beat them five of the last six yeah, years at Goodison. We've got. I mean, it is like I feel like we're in a better we're in a better position to just let you know look at the games rather than I think. You know, we, we, we need to remind ourselves as fans to stop thinking we're in the relegation Same. scrap straight yeah. away because mm. ultimately we have a squad, we have a team, I think, an 11 that yeah. can on their day beat, as we proved most last teams, year, we yeah, can yeah. beat most teams. Mm. You know, we're talking some of the some of the top teams as well. So mm. I think if we get the perform, if we match the performance, um, especially at Goodison, you know, I, f- I, f- I fancy, you know, I fancy us picking up points. I do. Mm. I don't feel the impending doom. I just think, unfortunately, we kind of got to block our ears out to all the other noise, yeah. which is really hard. It and just feels like the last because we've had two terrible seasons. Yeah, it does. 
they do feel like they've merged together. I think if we'd have got off to a good start, yeah. if we'd have, forget Villa, Villa was the right result they yeah. deserve. But if we'd have beat Fulham and Wolves like we should have done and through with Sheffield United, I think yeah. we'd all be going, yeah, I've got Arsenal, but beat them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But obviously, because we haven't, we're all going, what's oh, Arsenal yeah, next? Yeah. And I think if we'd have brought a couple in on deadline day, like a defender and, and maybe another winger, we'd be a lot happier. But you're absolutely right. Mm. If we, if everyone who we've got available is fit when we play Arsenal, I think we have, we've got a better team than we had yeah. last season. Okay, yeah. people might argue defensively, but I think everyone wants a Brantwaite in. We've got Tarkovsky. Certainly in the forward areas. Last year we had Mopai. Yeah. Now we've got Beto, we've got yeah. Dom, we've got Chimiti, who's a young lad. Yeah. That yeah. Dan Juma. We'd have McNeil, we've got Jack Harrison. Exactly. It's, I mean, it, and and the my biggest positive, right, regardless of what people think, what the what they think about his tactics, etc. I think we, like, I went to a lot of, I go to a lot of London games. I yeah, went to yeah. Palace last year. I went mm. to Fulham, not to even watch Everton. I just went, I got tickets to watch, mm. you know, a game of footy. Yeah. And I watched Fulham last year, and I it was it was the Spurs game at home, and they were battering Spurs first off. And I just sat and I said, the reason, like the Bar Mitrovic and maybe that Pereira last mm. year for them, Pereira, whatever you say, Fulham on paper are quite. They're an average side, mm. below average, mm. but every single player on that pitch knew their job. Yeah. And I think Everton fans need to find some solace in the fact that with Dyche, our team are going to know what they... Well, we, we're hope. Gonna, we're, we hope. You know, we <laughs> hope. But I, I think yeah. every Dyche team of old I know, mm. everybody knows their job, right? Mm. And I think that I think we underestimate as football fans teams naturally pick up points by knowing their players. Oh, Andrew, you know, absolutely you know, right. Like knowing, knowing, knowing everybody knowing their role, mm. everybody, you know, kind of singing from the same hymn sheet, mm. little pockets of relationships developing between your left back and your left midfielder. Of course, yeah. All yeah. of those basic things. Mm. And that's what I, for the past however many years of Everton, I just haven't seen that. No, no. I mean, I sat on the couch a year ago or mm. whatever saying, I think we're one of the technically worst teams in the league. Mm. Um, and, you know, I think one of the things that can help us is is just knowing organisation organisation, yeah. and having a few things up our, you know, yeah. maybe switching to two up top in games yeah. and having that in our Having armor. the option. Exactly. Able to do it. Exactly. But, no, so, I think, I think you're right and fingers yeah. crossed you're that. Fingers crossed. Start mate. getting some results. <laughs> It'd be nice, wouldn't it? It'd be nice. Yeah, nice. <laughs> a, a W, a W on the table, mate. Honestly, let's get yeah. a few. Andrew, absolute pleasure. Thanks, thanks for me. Thanks for coming in. Uh, if, like we just said, if you're around, and you want to go to Cavern tomorrow for a tremendous variety night. Seven o'clock. Thanks, Ned. Wrong one. Seven o'clock uh, at the the Cavern. Get down, see Gustafsson and. Lots of other stuff, as Andrew's already said. So check it out. And the new single, when's that available? Is it it's now available on already? everything? Spotify and Spotify and, and all all the good all the good music sources. <laughs> check it out. There you go. Uh, like I said, big thanks to Andrew, and we'll see him soon. Make sure to head over to toffeetvefc.com slash shop for all our latest designs. You can get them in t-shirts, get them in hoodies. You can even get them in mugs. Don't forget, if you're a Toffee TV Premier member, you get 25% off your orders. So why not go over, join Toffee TV Premier, and buy some merch today. Yo. See you, mate. Yo. See you, mate. Big thank you to Andrew there, Andrew Gower, who, uh, as he said, will be playing in the cavern tomorrow. Mm -hmm. 
First trap man. Guess we've ever had in who was in Black Mirror. There you go, yeah. There you go, do you know what I mean? Sure other would. people from Black Mirror would would like to come in, that's fine as well. But Andrew is the first person mm. who uh, and sure as we mentioned would, as we mentioned earlier, is friends with Car- Cara Delevingne, who is in yeah. Grand Theft Auto Five. Mm. Yeah, fine. Thanks, Ned. Thanks for that input. Thanks for that input. There you go. Right, we're doing about 15 more minutes, so if you want to give Shake us a call, that. if you want to give us a call, please. What was she da- What was that dance then? Why were you dancing? Like a puppet on a string. That was amazing, oh, Ned. That's that's incredible. Mad dance. dance. It's the shoes. No, you know what it is? No. He has got, it is the shoes. The shoes are making them dance, but he's, he's realised he's going for a bevo. A bevo. A bevo. A bevo. He started first. And he's in the pub quiz and he's all excited because he's thinking it's nearly pub quiz time. Pub quiz every Wednesday. I mean, we're missing missing half the team. Do you know what all he had to say then was, yeah, it's pub quiz Wednesday. Why did he have to qualify with pub quiz every Wednesday? Mm. Pub quiz Wednesday. That's it. All you had to say was, yeah. But you've got a good record. You're doing well, though. You've got a good record. I'm the most important member, I'd say. I didn't say you weren't. I just said you've got a good record lately, Mm. haven't you? You've done quite well. It, it's very unlikely that well Fair it's very rare and yeah. it's a bit it's not like there's only six teams yeah like 30 teams every week and yeah we all, we all consistently get top three champions league four. places every week we finished fourth last week right. Fair you've just said we consistently get top three and then we finished fourth last week yeah consistently <laughs> like you just say top four last week was an anomaly anomaly yeah fair play okay fair. i was speaking you're up saying you've done quite well but i wasn't being I wasn't like being facetious or anything like that. Because I, I just, I know more random things than things that people should know. Except for the music round, I always get every single. Who does Cara Delevingne play? Grand, Grand Theft Auto Five. She's a radio presenter on Los Santos Rock Radio. Yeah, that's because I told you that. No, you never. I did. I've told you that many times. No, you never. I know more Grand Theft Auto things than you. She does. She plays the English radio DJ on Grand Theft Auto Five. For those asking, so there you go. Mm-hmm. What a what a what a what a place to be. What a place to be. Um, yeah, no footy this week. Heaven, absolute heaven. We've just been talking uh, before in the studio about like no last year when people were like when the World Cup finished and they were like, can't wait to get back to Goodison because Ned was reading out the fixes before that happened in December. We were just like. Too many games. Too many games. There's just too many games. There, should, there just needs to be like a winter break. You'll finish on like the 20th to like the 6th like of Germany. January. Yeah, it literally should just finish. Or we Kane's all can just have Christmas and it's chill. Kane's living the dream. He's away, is he? Well, they, he's in Germany, isn't he? So, Kane. Oh, wait a minute, Tar Kane. No, no. Harry Kane. Yeah, he's Patrick, living the dream. Patrick Kane. Yeah. He's having a he's Christmas finish, and everything. Finish and come back. Mm, come back and just chill out. Yeah. He'll probably go to Spurs match on Boxing Day, Money, but. Yeah, be great. Not to, wouldn't it be lovely just to finish like the week before Christmas and then? I don't see. I've never seen. I've just Jan the sixth at least. Yeah, I can't wait to see everyone on Boxing Day. Why? Play Man City. We get battered. No, but it's just that break, isn't it? Yeah. You just no. wanna. I hope it's eighteen foot of snow and, we, and the yeah. kings are all off. I do for a few days. I do. It'd be great. Uh, Absolutely spiffing. GTE says in the comments The new stadium looking mad now lads How's it looking mad Is it like No it is It's looking brilliant It's looking, looking really stadium, nice Really nice, really nice. Um, But yeah 
It's almost like a it's almost like a proper stadium, isn't it? It's like got a little bit to do on the west end on the mm. roof, just a little bit. Um, I think it's one more lift, and then they have to plug in the two sides on the other side. I think it's three lifts, and they have to plug in, and then they have to do all the extensions as well. How it extends out. There's a little bit to do on the south roof, um, and then there's the terrace, and, and then there's the the terraces done on the north. Terrace and start on the south. The terrace on the East and West doesn't start it because they need the access to those two roofs. So mm. obviously they've got to go as far as they can. But come October, November time, that'll all be done. I know, and the work will start going on the inside. And it, but it does. It's like it's weird how it does look like a proper stadium. Now it looks like it really does look like a proper stadium. Yeah, it's tremendous. And it's I think tremendous. they're going to start work. I think they start. Looks like they're starting work on the steps. On the oh, on the outside, on the outside. brilliant. Which is weird because for ages I was like I couldn't really visualize those steps. Mm. But if you look, there's like a white line that goes down the side of the building, nice. and obviously it's getting built. And then mm. the stand, the steps are just like almost just get built onto it. Yeah, uh-huh. interesting. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Where are you seeing this on Mr. Drones or on Barry's or on Mr. Everton? Or yeah, just a bit of everything. Anything. Bit of everything. I don't watch them. I'm just asking. Bit of everything. Yeah, way. Keep, you know, keep me ear to the ground. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fair enough. I was just asking. I don't watch them, you see. True. Maybe you, sh- you should. No. Maybe you should. I'll see you when it's done. Mm, well, you don't. Well, not if we're not a football club anymore, no. Monster Truck Arena. Monster Truck Arena. Monster Truck Arena. Bit of, bit of Taylor Swift. Everyone's a winner. Winner, winner. Everyone's Chicken a winner. Dinner. Yeah. Everyone's a winner. Deal. What are you dancing again? You are I'm definitely. If someone just messes you, yeah, have you got the horn? Is someone meeting up? You're on a promise, or what? Why would I dab? I don't know. Why would you sit there dancing? There's no music, so dabbing isn't that far reach from dancing when there's no music. You just sat there. You'd be doing anything. Mm-hmm. Now you're holding your hands above mm-hmm. your head and yeah. staring. The blues says, uh, I used to hate the international breaks, but now it's a nice break from Everton, except the players getting injured part of, of internationals. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And I, I, I think I did back in the day when we were good, because you get in momentum mode, don't you? You're winning games yeah. or whatever, and you're thinking, oh, playing well here, I don't really want this break. Mm. Now it's just like, yeah. no fussy, great. Happy days. And what it is, isn't it? Because we... Uh, we're just not good at the moment, so you need that little reset almost to just go. When you co- when we come back against the Arsenal, it'll be like like yeah. game on again. Like, can we pick this next phase up? Game on. But um, because we've got four league games when we come back before the break, and then we've got the derby, haven't we? Which is great. Um, right. So we've got what Arsenal home, Brentford away, and Luton and Bournemouth at home. So three of the next four are good, isn't it? Mm. Really got to be really got to be taking at least seven points from yeah. the next four, next three games at Goodison. Yeah, and obviously Brentford away could be hit and miss, couldn't it? Could get something there, mm-hmm. but quite easily be battered mm-hmm. there. So, got to get our, got to get use this break for the manager to to reset and get mm-hmm. the structure of the team right, and from there take it forward. But like we say, we hopefully. We'll have players back as well, Jack Harrison, people like that back. Uh, Dom, Shames will be a bit closer and mm. things like that. So mm. The Blues says, I love the way Ned says things like, why would I do? 
as if we know why he does anything that he does. I mean, that is such a great yeah. take on it. Ned's brain is truly unique. It is. The, the, the clay shack says, I walked over the Runcorn Bridge today and saw a massive seagull that would batter Ned. Absolutely. It, I'm sick I, of it. I didn't even see the size of the seagull, but I know it will batter Ned. I might just go offer a random seagull out and, and just to video it, just to prove. We, uh, hang on, I, how I, would I, you I would vi- never, just video I'm you walking up to a seagull going, do you want some, lad? It would have for you, mate. I'd say this is for, you, this is for your own good. For your own good? I'm sick of people thinking that a seagull would batter me. I think I've, I think it would though, it would and I don't oh. even know. I'm like a rage lunatic. Right, I don't even know why. You you want to front it with a seagull? I've still never got I to the bottom I of it. I like them; yeah. they're all right. You don't. You keep saying you'd batter the seagull, but why? Oh, shit, you got magpie beef? No, I wouldn't harm a magpie because it's such a. Check your eyes out, magpies. I think the your eyes out. She's a bird that would wasp, you know. Wasps, I have a problem with. A wasps, wasps, magpies. Would you batter a wasp? Yeah, because wasps always start fights for no reason. What if three of them come at you at once? Yeah, can you go batter them? Yeah, without getting a sting in the way. Like that. No, because why are you going for one? The others will just. I love the fact. No, when, yeah. he, when he does his when he does his shadow boxing, he makes noises. Mm. It's amazing. What's what's that? He's, he's been watching like he's been watching Steven Seagal. You've literally say there's yeah. three wasps. Yeah, <laughs> he just broke the light. I mean, he broke the light, but that's fair play. Fair play. Like out at once, oh one swift God. move. James says, "When's Harrison back after the international break?" Oh, um, Sean Wells says, "Bruce Wayne is a billionaire. Would he buy Everton and then take on the crime world of Liverpool?" Mm. No, because he is one billionaire and the only one who has gone bankrupt. Mm. Okay. Did he go bankrupt? Yeah. I don't think he did. He did. No, I don't think he did. He did. I don't think he did. He got his fingerprint stolen. That's not going bankrupt. He shut his electric off. That's not going bankrupt. He went skint. I don't think he won. Someone, Someone took his money. They're not the same thing. And it's clear by the end of that film that he still had money. Oh. Oh, yeah, because he bought... Oh, yeah. Okay. The Blues says, oh, no, he's off on one again. Yeah. Eugene says, Simon Jordan unleashes on Damari Gray after Everton transfer development. I, I don't care. Simon Jordan. The Clay Shack said, it would have battered you, Ned, mm. and taking your chips. It yeah. wouldn't. Well, mm. can we do this thing, then, where you walk, have to walk down, land or no, pier or front? With chips in hand to see how if you can if survive. If you've taken me to Clandon, like, yeah, I'll take you. Buy my chips, then yeah. I reckon. I know, so you if were, there's a nice day, yeah. Like, no, let's plan this. If there's a nice day, like in a few weeks, right? We'll look for a day in the midweek. Why are you trying to ruin uh, my birthday? If it's nice, right? We'll go to Landud. No, I'll drive us to Landud. No. And we'll get him some chips. Well, and... It's not like he drive his own car. No, he wouldn't it? drive. Would he cost money? No, we should do instead. No. Mm. No, you. Hang on, let's say what I would like to hear what he Go says. Go on then. Go on. It'll be chest make, make an actual day of it. Yeah. Well, we will do because it's like two hours away. So we could go to Blackpool Pleasure Beach, have a team meeting no. on the ride. We're not going no. to Blackpool. And then fight seagulls. We're not going to no. Blackpool. Well, where else is the seagulls? Land does nobody told you. No, that's where the king of the seagulls live. And they've got a big maplins, but that's about it. Got a McDonald's there as well, and you can get chips. But the challenge is there. No, because the seagulls take you to the The seagulls. We'll walk around the Great Gorm. You're getting a fish and chips. Ned, I don't like fish. Celtic Vape says, would Ned batter a cod? 
No, I think the cod would have him off. Do you know what? I'd, Philly know what I'd, said the seagull would smash him. They do wing chum. Do you know what? Like a, a real alive tuna is meant to be like a proper grog. Yeah, because they're huge. Yeah, yeah. tuna fish they're are huge. huge. I'd, I'd struggle against one of them. Wormy says a seagull would well have Ned off. And Sambo said, I seen a two-legged cat that had batten it. Nonsense. What would he? What would the dimen- the dimensions yeah, what, of his leg of the Chris Shubank in name and nature? That's what I'm saying. If it was like the left, like the left back one and the front right one, or because it was the front two, that would be rubbish, wouldn't it? If it was the, like the two left ones, it'd be so bad. Dodi, I've got an issue with Dodi Ben Abbe, and the only issue I've got is he's not Scouse. But I get what you're saying. He's put the Scouse Carl Pilkinson. He's the Saint Helens Carl Pilkinson. But I get what you're saying. So there you go. <sighs> Um, Rob says buy a lever shooting. That's that's very good. Ah, uh, she says Ned versus videos. Ned versus Seagull. Mm. Yeah, Ned versus Qatar. She says. Um, sounds like fear to me. We've established it. Yeah, it'll be amazing. Chris says we've established this. Ned is a Hufflepuff. He alludes to a Seagull. Get out, Hufflepuff. It'd be a, ama- It would I'm be amazing to do this. Imagine it just getting off for the day. If I was a Hufflepuff, do some filming in Landud. No, I don't know what we'd be filming, but do that and then do the Ned challenge in Landud. No, it would be incredible. We could go on that. There's like a speedboat that you can that takes you around the bay. I don't want to do what that. Happens him on that if you, what happens if yous get? But you know what we could do? Well, we won't we because be it's you. we'll be filming it. But it would be good to do it. We could stop a press that and have a game crazy golf as well if you really want to. Mini oh, golf. I love Would you like that? Golf, yeah. Would you like that, would you? Well, I wanted just to play crazy golf for me in Minnesota and you wouldn't. No, because we were... We'd literally just eaten and he had COVID plus. Yeah. Not just COVID. One. And there was mystery drinks. Yeah. Oh, you didn't have a mystery drink. And no, there was but... bloody RPGs. RPGs. NPGs. There was RPGs as well. Role playing. Ned was fully in it. Brian Boyle says Ned V. Siegel will be a Toffee TV show. Yeah. And the Blue says documentary on Ned's limits on how many landed no seagulls or clandled no seagulls he could take. Yeah. Absolutely. If, if uh, you had to have a YouTube boxing match, who's the biggest YouTuber you think you'd be able to take on? You. Toffee TV does crazy golf, as he says. I reckon it'd be good, you know. It's all right, the one in Fresh Latin. It's quite good. What a day. You not think that'd be a good day? Yeah, I mean, I'm not a massive crazy golf fan. I must have, I yeah, think but it'd I, just be us three having a laugh. I find it quite boring. I don't yeah, you'd be playing with me. I find it quite, oh, let's put a ball in the windmill. No, the idea is not to put the ball in the windmill. Ah, you, to you go say through that. the windmill. Well, that's putting it in the windmill, isn't it? Going through and putting it in a, in the vocabulary are the same thing. Harry, yeah. Harry Bourne says, should never have replaced Bobby Brown's shoes with Ronald Schumann. <laughs> anyway, when... Joe's asked this three times. What's the difference between Jesus and Batman? Very little. Yeah, I've got no idea. Very little. Very little. Both guys who, who go out at night and fight crime, aren't they? Yeah. Jesus just doesn't wear a mask. No. He he, he goes, I'm Jesus, and that's the end of mm. it. Where Batman's like, I'll have to wear a mask. I'll put a mask on, lad. Sophie says I think we beat Arsenal and draw with Brentford win the two home games very optimistic fair play to you that's what I want to see positivity is what you so need that, so you're going for 10 out the next 12 points I love that Sophie I hope that is real RC says Ned get your putter out 
Nick, get your putter out. Because the seagull's going to smash you in there. So, it's, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. RC says Jesus fed the 5,000. But you, you didn't ask the question, oh, RC, RC, did you? Joe did. Philly says, can you get Molly in to train Ned for the pigeon scrap? Bit I, think it's, I think it's a little bit below her pay grade, isn't mm. it? Do you think a pigeon would have them, though? Pigeons are... They're more affable they're than seagulls. Yeah. Not, seagulls not really... are... Seagulls are Seagull like... will go for them. Yeah. Seagull will go Seagulls... I, I know a lot about animals, right? But I know exactly what to do in these situations. Okay. Fair play, t Fair play. You're making loads of... You've stuff. said it, yo. I've asked the question, you haven't given us the answer, so... You, it's more fool you. I mean, don't know why, but right. Yeah, we'll be done. back tomorrow. We one, will be one back o'clock tomorrow. tomorrow. Hang on, will we? I will. Yeah, yeah you. Toffee TV premiere one o'clock. Mm. See you then.